No, uh, hey, what did you just click on? I think you're feeling a bit peckish. Because you know where you are right now? You just picked up a sexy kebab. I'm your host, Big Sexy. I'm here with my co-host. Actually, I'll let him introduce himself. G'day, I'm Kebab. We would like you guys to just sit back, unwind, and join us on the chat. So, bro, episode 64. And, yeah. And you know it's been a long week because we missed a week. It has, yeah. It's been uh, two weeks, technically. Uh, yeah. And with the... and you can tell it's been a... Well, I can tell it's been a long week because you answered my private phone call with... Welcome to QBE, Manuel speaking, how can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's just, I didn't even realize I did it, I just, it just happened. I know bro, I could tell, I was like, so hey, answer the phone cuz? And you're like, wait, did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's brilliant, Fire, yeah. it's brilliant. Bro. Nah, it's, today, funnily enough, was, was one of the first days in a while that we weren't overworked in terms of uh, calls coming in. Ah, oh, what is that? So there was actually there's actually downtime between phone calls, which is rare. What What do you mean? What does that entail for you? Like, what's a downtime for a phone call? So usually, what will happen is uh, the phone just like I finish a phone call, I hang up. Yeah. I have like ten seconds or something to organize myself, and then the next call just drops in. Oh. I don't answer it. It just come. It just happens. Jeez. All right. Yeah. So in the I was looking at the stats today. I think I've, so far this month, I've come close to 400 phone calls already. Wow. That's... Sorry. That's a lot, cuz. Yeah, that's a, there's a lot. That's that's exactly the reason why I answered the phone the way I did today. That's, yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of damn phone calls, bro. <laughs> uh, that's well, I'm glad to be off it. Good to be on the... Uh, on the Batao? On the, on the Batao? Podcast. On the Batao. <laughs> Went full Arab with I it know, then. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, this is hilarious, bro. You can tell we're both just like drained. I am pretty fried. Uh, but look, man, we're here to do a job. So we're going to discuss the uh, the uh, the budget for 2021. What the uh, hell, The government bro? released it last week. <laughs> <laughs> what the stuff you write? Really no budget, bro. I literally just did our... So, our own budget what do you think home. about the education spending? <laughs> Why? What is it at? I have no idea. I haven't even read it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think it's I'm too high. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the budget came out like four months ago or something. We're halfway, almost finished. Twenty halfway. Okay, I say halfway. There's four months There's left. There's four months That's left, it. cause like 2021 mm. has been a ride and a half, to be honest. Yeah, like it's been. For me, 2021 has been worse than 2020. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, look at the restrictions we have. We had restrictions in 2020, but this is something else. You know, like this is next level restrictions. Where, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, bro. But, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I hate customers, but um, <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I feel like it is. I feel like this is your ranting session, bro. <laughs> It just happens that it's right after work, so you can't really help it. That's right. I will. I will. That, that's all I'll say about it. That's we were going to talk realistically, or really though, we're going to talk about. Uh, you want to talk about Loch Ness, bro? You know what? It's funny you say that because Loch Ness was one of the the first conspiracies I ever delved down because it was such a. Oh, this is cool! Imagine if there is monsters, and yeah. for those of you who don't know what the Loch Ness monster is about, it's literally. A couple of sightings happened back in the day of 
what supposedly was a plesiosaur. Go look it up. <laughs> um, uh, in the in a Scotland loch, effectively called Loch Ness. Right. Yeah. And they dubbed the monster Nessie, and it became the Loch Ness monster. And there were, you know, so-called sightings. Now, I don't know how much research you've done. Have you done any? I, I like I've read up on it a bit, but not like I didn't delve into anything crazy. So everything I read, I was like, I kind of know this. Yeah. So I I I kind of delved into the back end of Loch Ness the way I did fifteen years ago, right? Okay. But obviously. 15 years ago there wasn't as much evidence and there wasn't as much experiments done and so on and so forth so what I found was the definitive answer of no the Loch Ness Monster doesn't exist everything yeah. everything has been explained away um, yeah. similar to what we did with the moon landings where we were like no we kind of explained all the doubts away um, yep. so it was quite interesting I don't know I kind of okay let me ask you this bro were you ever a believer that there was something there? Nah, not really, to be honest with you. I like some it's weird the things that I will believe. Basically, I think it's easy to summarize it in this way. So I will believe anything where the government is, is doing something shady. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> Alright. Figured myself out. If I, if it's something to do with the government doing something shady, there's a good chance I'm on board. Yep. Uh okay. if it's like oh I saw a uh I don't know, I saw a four-headed rabbit or some bullshit like that and it was walking and talking. I'd be like, all right, man, uh, maybe you should stop smoking that shit. <laughs> but you won't apply that and same logic. On. You won't apply that same logic when it comes to the government. No, because there's a documented proof of the government lying and covering shit up and doing stuff that's shady. It's funny, me and Zena are having these particular discussions at the moment. She's uh, she's currently in a, I wouldn't say debate, but it's a, it's a healthy discussion with a friend about you know nwo and new world order yeah and she's had to dive down that rabbit hole and she keeps asking me like oh how far do i need to go i'm like there is no end like nothing you're gonna find is an answer and <laughs> she's like i hate this i hate this i hate this i'm like welcome <laughs> yeah there's no there's no answer to it but th- look there are things that random shit that comes up like there was a video that the uh i think it was the world economic council mm-hmm. i might be wrong i'm pretty sure it was or the world this economic is, this organization. is how conspiracies start bro <laughs> because um, somebody no, says well, the something. video's out there <laughs> the video's out there i'm not i'm not making it up it's called um it's about how you uh the the great reset yeah oh i've heard about an, i've heard about this great reset yep yeah which is another sort of entry into new, new world, world order. order yeah there's these things aren't these things aren't really hidden. It's just a case of whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like this new world order, is it a bad thing? Yeah, but you know what, cuz the same concept could be applied to like Nostradamus, if you know anything about Nostradamus, right? Mm. You know, this whole uh, two metal birds. Yeah, and, uh, so-called yeah. prophet that wrote poems or quatrains as they're formerly known, and mm. that could be interpreted into anything. Right, like yeah. there's that. There's there's bro. You can even take it to the extent of the Bible, right? Mm. The amount of times Revelations has actually been interpreted, and oh, tomorrow's doomsday. Yeah. Right, and then tomorrow comes along and nothing really happens. You know, mm. like the the funny thing is, is you just we just don't know. 
You yeah, know? you can't pinpoint it to a certain thing or whatever. But see, that's that's why I don't... With those things, it's cool to think about and it's fun to expand on how you think it might happen or blah, mm. blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. For me, it's it's always simple. Like, it's, it's a simple uh, sort of exercise of trust, right? So I don't trust the government because I know and they've been proven to have lied about things before. Yeah. It's just a fact. You can argue with me all you want, but there's no way you can be like, no, they didn't lie. It's like, no, they did. Every single one of them has. They've said something, covered it up. Our government, the US, the UK, uh, yeah, all of there's, them. There's, right? a lot. there's a lot of, there's there's a a lot s- of case studies that have been... not a single one out there that yeah. doesn't. Which, to me, the re- to me, makes it uh, imperative that we don't give them more power than they need. Mm. I see what you mean. No, I can understand what you mean. Look, I'm not getting into this discussion, bro, because I'm I'm having this same discussion with Xena, and I'm like, nah, my headspace is not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so in regards to Loch Ness, that's that was an easy like. Let's so there's other ones. There's not just Loch Ness. There's Loch Ness. There's Bigfoot. There's oh uh, yeah, they they're the ones. So okay, let me ask you a question here. With regards to all of those big conspiracy cover-ups, right? Loch Ness, Bigfoot. Uh, whatever, mm. all of those sort of mysterious monster ones. Yeah, bro, do you ever find yourself wishing or 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 hoping that they do exist? Like, there's that angle of like, oh man, how awesome would it be if this thing was real? Yeah, if one of them was real. Which one? <laughs> no, like if if say for example, there's one Loch Ness, there's one Bigfoot, there's one. Uh, I don't know, like some whatever beast out there. Yeah. Because if there's more than one, and if there's <laughs> if the chance for them to reproduce, Brian walking around with no six foot fucking gorilla, like trying to, or seven foot gorilla trying to step on me, eat me, and sh- no, oh, like that's it, freaky. I don't want that. I love it. Yeah, but hold on a second. So the chances of them get reproducing one. is not that high. Like, I don't care. Man, might slip and fall into a gorilla. How do I know? Like. <laughs> But you know what? Come up with like a hybrid uh, Bigfoot and then you've got, what, now you've got like huge foot and you're fucked. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. So have you heard of the Sealer Camp? The Sealer Camp? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? No. So it was a prehistoric fish that lived millions and millions of years ago. Oh, is right? this what? Lock- okay. Yeah. And it was believed it was believed to have exti- to been extinct. And mm. I think 10 years ago, I think it was, um, a fisherman caught one. Right, and it's yeah. been proven. Like this thing is now proven that it exists. It existed millions of years ago, and it survived. Right. Yeah. And I thought about this concept of like, okay, but we still are discovering a whole bunch of shit. We haven't even apparently, apparently, we haven't even discovered or explored ten percent of our ocean. Right. So we have no clue what's down there. Right. Mm. For all we know, the Loch Ness monster found a new real estate opening up in another area and just said you know what those prices are cheaper i'm hooking up there all right and it makes you wonder like the sealer camp was found without any searching whatsoever it was pure random of like bro literally the guy threw out a fishing rod and it you know deep sea diving threw out a fishing rod and caught this thing right Mm. The only caveat that I have to the Loch Ness monster is there has been so much like evidence 
proven against its existence. Like they've they've yep. they've effectively set up like this full on grid search with sonar and not found anything. Right? Yeah. Uh, they they've gone deep diving with with uh, machines to look for hidden caverns. Maybe the sonar couldn't find it, and they didn't find anything. You know, so it's not as it's not as simple as oh, we just cast a fishing rod and we found something. And look, there's a possibility that these monsters can exist. We weren't looking for the coelacanth monster, or fish, I should say. We are yeah. looking for the Loch Ness. So the the there's a lot to be said for not finding something. So they, they, but there's there people, there's people out there who'll be like, oh no, like Loch Ness is is smart enough to know that you're looking for it, so it's hiding. Oh yeah, it can go invisible that's and that. camouflage its 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 body to sonar. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. I mean, how do you know? <laughs> okay, how do you know? Okay, fair call, but no, nah, I'm just talking shit. Yeah, they're, I know you're talking like, shit. Of course, it's not. <laughs> but that's the that's the excuse that you'll get, or that's an excuse that you'll get, or um. Oh no! It was there, but it's dead now. Oh, uh, that's the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. That's the so, most recent one I found. From what I saw, and from what I was, uh, I was trying to read into the sightings. I was like, "Oh, what are people seeing?" Yeah. Like, like is it, um, like, is it something specific? Is it kind of like, a, oh, I was walking away from the uh, from the river, and I spotted something out of the corner of my eye. Turned around, I swear it was a dinosaur. Like, you know, what I mean? like, was it that, or was it? <laughs> I was tripping balls on mushrooms by the lock and i decided to to look into the water and it and it looked like it was rising towards anything like that yeah no, nothing like that most of them were um it was dark we couldn't see very well it was uh when they're in the 1930s 1940 uh, yeah that's like right. early 30s um there's been so in the like we're talking uh, i think it was like fifth century from from memory uh, early fifth century there was a uh there's a like a folklore tale in scotland about yep. a monster from that river or yep. f- from the river uh ness um and it was cu- it's kind of like something that when you read that and then you start reading that it's not just in the fifth century it was it came afterwards in the sixth in the seventh yeah well that's what eighth. happens with stories bro they pass down yeah they and pass get, down but and they, they get embellished slightly, as well yeah slightly changes and then it's kind of common with that time as well so it's not just it wasn't common to just scotland it was common to europe around that time yeah that people would talk about these monsters of the sea and how they uh, you know they, they encountered them and shipwrecks yeah and blah, you got blah, the kraken and you got giant squid yeah. and you got yeah which is great and it's a lot of great imagination i'm sure makes for good um, movies bro it does makes for great movies there's a few Loch Ness monster movies that I didn't know existed when I started looking this up yeah so when I started like typing into Google to do the research and stuff like that it just kept showing me movies <laughs> I was like I want to see the damn like I want to see the real thing school where I'm trying to skip the book like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out <laughs> low key though like off topic a little bit mm-hmm. these kids today can look up so many movies for books that they're studying or supposed to be studying at school, it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah, I'm kind I, of jealous. I, I did that, bro. I did that. Well, not everything that we read had a movie. No, but a lot of the stuff we did read had, like, so for example, we did the Crucible. It had a movie. Um, okay. Things like, things like Strictly Ballroom and all that. When we did that for English, 
Um, I ended up doing that. Um, yeah. Did you ever do um, of mice and men? No. Okay, because we we never did that. Like our, I can't even really remember. We did to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. Oh, we didn't actually do to kill a mockingbird, but I think my little brother did, or my sister did one of them. Um, and then we did bridge to Terabithia. I think that may have been a primary school thing. I'm not nah, sure. Nah, didn't do that either. Um, we, what else did we do? I can't. It's it's kind of unfair for me to try and figure out what we were reading because I probably wouldn't have read it anyway. <laughs> or been paying attention. Or rocked up to class. <laughs> or came to class. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like English for me was one of those subjects that was just like, all right, look. I'm alright. Like I can, I can make it. <laughs> I can speak it. I can speak it. I'll be fine. No, I'll be I, all right. I loved English, bro. English was my strong suit. It was my because I had the analytical, creative writing side. Yeah, uh, bro, I, I I smashed English. Um, I loved the writing stuff. Like I loved when we had when we got to sit down and do some sort of writing exercise. That was cool. That was yeah. I was ha- happy with that because I just had fun with it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember. I, I remember. I wrote a book. I, I, not a book. Sorry. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I wrote a story. Um, it was full of like. I think we were reading one of those apocalypse type of books. Uh, it wasn't 1984 or anything like that. It was. Um, oh, when the war began. Tomorrow, oh, when okay. the war began. Right. I've heard of this. Yeah, and it was all. It was all apocalyptic and futuristic, and you know, everything was doom and gloom and disaster. And we were then given a creative writing task to write. Just just literally sit down and write for, I think the class was 45 minutes. And mm. um, I sat down and I smashed out 11 pages off the top of my head. Just literally sat down and just boom, whatever came to my head went down on paper. Mm. And um, my we had to swap um, what's called papers with, uh, person next to you and then they read it they assess your grammar your spelling all of that crap right yeah and then my mate leans over and he goes bro you're gonna get in trouble for this i was like why he's like because it's so vulgar and like it's like full of bro i had i had this one scene where i described a guy being tied to a table staring up at a mirror and and noticing his his uh, I think it was his left arm or right arm had been chopped off. This was like something out of a Saw movie, right? Okay. And um, he's like, "Bro, this is too vulgar. This is getting get in trouble. Like, this is too full on." Lo and behold, teacher tells me to stay back after class. She wants to see me, right? <laughs> after she's read, after she's collected them and kind of done a, a, a skim read of all of them. Um, mind you, I think there was only like fifteen of us in the class at the time, and I'm like, "Oh crap, maybe maybe he was right." So ended up staying back. She, she she sits me down. She goes, she goes, I like what you've written. It's a bit disturbing. I think she was trying to gauge if there was something going on. Yeah, um, this, that, I was just about to say that's the kind of conversation. Like, hey, uh, yeah. when have you ever hurt an animal? Yeah, um, you know what? She didn't ask anything like that, bro. She just goes, oh, where did you come up with this type of story? And I said, look, we obviously we're reading this tomorrow when the war began. It's all full of doom and gloom and and disaster. You know, and I kind of mm. just drew my inspiration from there and let my mind just go to town. And she goes, huh, interesting. I love it. Keep going. And I was like, oh, what the hell, bro? <laughs> That's a good teacher. 
Yeah, it was the one moment where I actually felt this teacher had like gives a shit and believes in me, right? Mm. And until this day, bro, I am I am awesome at creative writing, purely because yeah. she told me that, and I was able to just just go with it. Now, now when I write stuff, if you see some of the stuff that I write recently, like it is very much similar to what I wrote back then with the detail and the gore and the like the the imagination yeah. of it all. Um, I could probably do with some actual classes of how to write a book. <laughs> but yeah, that's just one one memory I remember from English Stephen class. King uh, on writing. It's a good book. Have a read of it. Yeah, is there a video version of this? <laughs> There's probably an audio version of it. I can I can tell you that much. <clears throat> yeah. It's a Stephen King book at the end of the day. It's not a scary one, but it's it's I've read it's scary if you're afraid of smoking. He talks about that a lot. Oh, really? Because he, he, that was part of his routine to start off with, uh, was like the cigarette. He used to say that cigarettes, or he thought the cigarettes were helping with the creative uh, juices, and then he sort of figured out that he could get around it by like he could still get the same amount of creativeness flowing through without having to do all of that stuff. Oh yeah, bro. I honestly, the last Stephen King thing I um. I looked into was he talked about the importance of short stories um, which kind of mind boggled me because I was like that's okay, how we started yeah and he goes to me it's harder to write a short story than it is to write a novel and I was like what the hell shut up bro that doesn't make any sense and he's like you try figuring out a start middle and end in under like 2000 words yeah and it, Which is, it, so he, he used to submit his stories to a, I think it was a newspaper in town back when he was a kid, which was, like, it's different to us now, right? Like, you write in, it's not the internet, it's not what we grew up with. Yeah. It's, you have to submit to a newspaper uh, house or publishing house, whatever A publishing it is. house, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they read through the stories, oh, if it's good enough, we'll publish it this week. They have a column that they, or like a section of the newspaper where they publish that sort of stuff in. Like the newspaper literally was your internet, so to speak. Yeah. It was, you pick up the newspaper, it's like, okay, you've got the news, so like what happened around the world, what what the government's doing, whatever, that main front page story. Yep. And then you click, you go through the newspaper and then you've got, okay, you've got your job ads, you've got your business section, so your stock markets and whatever. Yep. You had your like stuff like this, short stories, local stories mm-hmm. from your town, um, and then that's that's sort of like that's the go-to for information and then was, you had your hotlines bro you had your porn sites at the end yeah and then at the end you've got the, uh, <laughs> those things the personals or the whatever personals, yeah that's right <laughs> yeah like oh uh tall blonde seeking love uh, the, yeah bro <laughs> you must be uh whatever it's like the tinder of the day right that's right <laughs> now that, yeah bro, like, that's reading true. that stuff was a trip it was the it was really newspapers were the super information highway um of the day like it was the internet of the day um nowadays bro you publish whatever you want online like all you gotta do is create a website not even there's uh i'm i'm currently on a site called wattpad and all you do is you write and you can publish yourself like there's nothing stopping you from from putting it out there um yeah you put it out people read it yeah. share it do whatever and then that is that's one way of getting your stuff out there. Yeah. You still can go the old route. Like, there's still the old route of writing a... Like, this is... We're talking now long form. You're writing a novel. So, you can actually sit down, 
write that novel, send the your draft or yep. your, your second whatever to a yep. publisher. If they like what they read, they think they can sell it. Or it will publish the book. Yeah, that sort of stuff. To be honest, bro, there's actually there's still um, that. There's actually a competition that's on every November. Um, it's called mm. NaNoWriMo, National November Writing Month. And um, yeah. for the past three years, I've trying trying to be in, like, kind of trying to will myself to sit and do it. Um, yeah. I think this year, you know, seeing lockdown the way it is, I think I'm going to give it a crack. It's it's You've got 30 days to write 50,000 words. Um, yeah. Effectively, you got to write a novel within a month. So, so I'm guessing they give you a topic nope. at the start of the month nope you just no. you just all it is is the 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 criteria is you got 50,000 words to hit you've got one month to do it in sit down and go for gold all right and obviously okay. they they sit down with it and they assess your um like they assess your story and then if they can make something of it you obviously win an award you win i think you win some cash prizes um and this is open to the entire universe effectively um, your bloody aliens and Loch Ness monster can write a book if they wanted to. Um, Let's go for it, bro. If you're actually keen, I'm gonna jo- I'm gonna join it. I think if you're if you're keen to write, I have a look at it. I like I, I haven't written like as in story written in a long time. Yeah, it could be anything. In a very long time. It could be anything. It's literally just called National November Writing Month. So it could be it could be a um, you could write a script. You could write a um, like what do they call it when it's about you? I forgot what they called now. Like a biopic. A bio, yeah, like a biography or or a novel. Uh, I think a lot of people tend to try novels because it's easier to imagine. But some people will do the whole biography because they just write about themselves um, or write about somebody else. Um, just a little bit narcissistic there, but all right. Come on, bro, you'll write about yourself. Let's be honest. I do write about myself, but I'm not going to pump it. It's not something I want published. That's between me and me. That's between you and the podcast world. <laughs> not um, even. They, uh, well, they know some things, but they don't know everything that I've written down. Oh, we're going to have to get into it, bro. We're going to have to get into it. Your little manifesto yeah. that you got there? <laughs> yeah, well, see, whenever you say manifesto, that just brings up like some Tekken yeah. vibes. Some, like, yeah, we're not, we're not going down that route. I'm, look... I understand where he come, where he came from. Chris Rock has a great joke about that. He's like, I think it's about OJ. Yeah. Because um, this is, this was early. This is before, like, recently, where everyone's like, I think pretty much most people are like, yeah, right, he did it. It didn't help that he brought out a book. He's like, if I had done it, this is how I would have done it. Yeah, there was he literally published a book like that. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, what? you got away with it. Shut up. I know just, this just guy's leave. like just teetering with the. He's like, oh, I wonder what I could do and say to just just leave. <laughs> like that's it. It, it. it. You you got away with it, all right? The glove didn't fit. Supposedly. <laughs> uh, you got away with it. Let it go. Wow. Well, you come back and write a book like if I did it. Like, come on, man. Really? Yeah. Like, you just. Like, you're just begging for someone to come after you now. But anyway, Chris Rock's um, joke was, he's like, look, I'm not saying that he did it, but I understand. <laughs> I, I'm not saying, like, he's like, she's she's going around town in your car doing this. With, like, he's talking about how, yeah. uh, like, there's, there's reasons to get annoyed at her. Yeah. And then ultimately commit the murder and then be like, look, I'm not saying he did it, but I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
That's crazy. I don't, I don't know um, too much about the O.J. Simpson trial or any of that stuff, bro. Only what I saw on the movie. Uh, the series, sorry. There's a, I did. W- I watched the series a while ago. I don't remember too much of it now. Yeah. Um, I never... I don't really... like. I don't care if I'm being... <laughs> yeah, really same. Like, I never dove into that one. Like, I was very... Yeah, whatever. I couldn't care less. I don't... I, I guess maybe in the US is different, but I don't see the significance of it. It's like, all right, someone got away with murder it's like i'm sure it's happened before and i'm sure it happens a lot yeah i'm more concerned with the person that gets actually jailed because yeah. they're not because they and they didn't kill someone yeah like, the that's innocent stuff messed up, yeah right? doesn't sell as much and it's harder to prove like that's meant to add that uh that documentary about the that white dude um what's his name uh james avery i think it was no that's that's the guy from uh uh, that's, that's Uncle Phil. <laughs> that is Uncle that's Phil. His last name's Avery. I forgot. I forgot his first name. I think that redneck. No, I can't remember, it, bro. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about a making a murderer. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Zen has been trying to get me to sit down and watch that. It's good. It's a good watch. It's a. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it. It's hard. Stephen Avery. That's his name. Yeah. There you go. I was like, what's? I, I was close. <laughs> I don't know about him personally. Like, I, I think he. I, I put, I'm thinking. I'm leaning towards he probably didn't do it, but the like definitely his nephew mm. that is involved in this is that it just the, the the way they got him to confess to stuff. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like it doesn't seem like right. coerced type of thing. Yeah, like man, for lack of a better word, he's kind of retarded. Like he's just not. Not all the way there. Not all there. Yeah. And it's not... It's just not fair to put that sort of pressure on... Like, you, you don't know. Maybe he did do it. I don't know. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But the way they came about with it, and the kid's just like, I just want to go home. Yeah. I don't care about this shit. But... Yeah, fair enough. Bro, I'm going to have to watch it. I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched it. Xena's Zena, watched it all. Have a look. There's two seasons. It yeah. got... It sort of kicked off... Uh, the second season came out while I was in the UK, and I was... Uh, two of the people that I lived with were lawyers mm. so it sort of kicked off in, in our household it was like oh like every every night there was there was a discussion that would it have been like, fun hey. though that would have been fun because yeah. they were lawyers bro it was cool but none of them criminal lawyers but they were both uh, like they both had interesting conversations about it with me nice um, and it, it was good it sort, it sort of pulled us together um, but we kind of veered off where we were talking Loch Ness. To begin with. <laughs> Loch Ness and the... Bro, we're and just chatting anyway. Sort of we haven't caught up in a very... Like, it's been yeah. two weeks, bro, since we caught up. So, it doesn't matter where this goes. We, I like those... I like those conspiracies or those... Um, the simple ones. Tales. They're not even... Oh, they're not really they're simple. simple. They're not really simple, yeah, though. It's not that simple. Yeah. But I like them because they lend a bit more to the imagination. Yes. Like they le- and in a more um, innate like inane way uh what is that the word i don't know like a more benign way so yeah it's not, it's not malicious it's there's not no there's malicious no intent yeah there's no it. malevolence I've, i i figured this out when you were talking about the nwo you will believe if there is a malevolent uh theory or concept behind it you tend to not mm. believe if there's no malevolence it's like yeah whatever i, I don't care like doesn't affect me in any way whether Loch Ness is real or not it doesn't affect you right yeah it's not it's not going to change like uh, I'm not going to get locked up in my house for six months because yeah 
Loch Ness is real, that's fine. That's that's all right. Yeah. Uh, and if if it is, it is cool. It's, it's a it'd be a good, cool thing to see. Yeah, that's the right. only time where I get worried is if it's a Jurassic Park situation. Aha! Uh-huh. Right? Yes, T Rex in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's like, crazy, I'm, man. I'm sure they're cool to look at. I don't exactly want to walk outside and be like, "Oh, hey, Rex." Um, <laughs> sorry. We have a lunch today, or what? <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Am I for lunch? Uh, also, bro, I just want to reach out. If anybody wants to join me doing NaNoWriMo, reach out to me. Um, and I will touch base with you and we'll set something up. It'll be, I think it'll be a cool exercise to bring people together and, and you know, something creative and have that support structure. Because I know I'm going to need it, bro. I'll, I'll flake out the moment I hit, like, 1,000 words. <laughs> I'm just like I'm fifty thousand. It's a it's a it's a lot. It's heavy, bro. It's heavy. I think when I broke it down, you had to do a minimum of, I think it was twenty six hundred words a day. And I'm like, okay, I can start really strong. I'll probably be able to smash out, you know, five thousand words in the first day. And then come day number two, I'm out of words. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so that's where the story structure comes in, though. Like, if you have somewhere that you're trying to get to, yeah, yeah. So this is it's a good. It's hard. I'm a bro. I'm a pantser. I, I I fly by the set of my pants. Like they literally. I want you to start, write a story about the Loch Ness monster. It's been done, bro. I've got so many stories in my head. I've started three different novels, cuz I am about I think five chapters into three separate novels, all different things. <laughs> and every time I'm like, oh, I should, I should really write. Like something comes to my head, I just don't bother, or I get lazy, or I get distracted. Well, you're five chapters further than I am on my novel. Yeah. What's your novel gonna That's, be about, bro? It's in my head <laughs> at the moment. Lock I've told you the concept before. I don't, I don't really want to say it out. Uh, All right, write it in the ether. Let's write it in November and 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 get it out there, cuz <laughs> we're gonna write it in November. I need to come up with a uh, a world changing or world altering either device or um, not. It doesn't necessarily have to be a device or even technology, whatever. Um, Wait, is this the story, from, or is this something you actually need? This to is do? part of. This is within the story. Oh, right. But it's some that's the that's the thing that's got me tripping a little bit because there's some like I need that as a um, as a tool. Okay, so you're looking you're looking for the device that you're going to create. Yeah, I have to create it from scratch. I don't want to use like I don't want to you know I want to be a hack and be like oh the internet. Yeah, okay, like, oh, well, I get you. Well done, dumbass. Everyone like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get um, yeah, so I want to come up with. Obviously, it's not going to be real. It's not something I can create, actually. But yeah, but it's a like a concept. It's a it's a it's a catalyst. Yeah, well, it's sci-fi at the end of the day. Well, it's kind. Of, I guess the book will fit into the sci-fi category at the end of the day, kind of. Nice, bro. Um, what type of books are you into, actually? I'm more into, I guess, non-fiction, really. Okay, anything specific? Sci-fi. I re- oh, sorry, fiction. My bad. I always get that mixed up. So like, wait, no. Yeah, non-fiction means non-fiction is is non, like not fake shit. So it's not made up. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah. fake shit. Yeah, you confused the shit out of me there. Yeah, but you just said your book will fall into sci-fi, so I thought also sci-fi. Yeah, because that's me talking shit. 
okay. and I can do that. Yeah. But then when I read, Clearly. I don't like to read shit. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> so I will read things like, uh, so what am I reading right now? I'm reading uh, Beyond Order by Jordan Peterson. Right. A, yep. It came out earlier this year. Um, I finished, before that, the book that I finished was The Resistance Training Revolution. Mm. Um, Your Body Keeps Score, that, I think you were talking about before. Yeah, The Body Keeps Score. That was last year. The, the, the Body Keeps Score, that's a, a book by um, a psychologist, Bessel or something. Um, what else did I finish? Uh, Matthew McConaughey's book, uh, Green Light. Oh. That was um, that was an interesting read. I figured I'd, I don't generally pick up a celebrity's book and be like, yeah, I'll have a read of it. Mm. But, you know, he's actually, he's got his head switched on yeah, uh, a little bit. He's not... He's not your typical kind of celebrity. He's not out there trying to preach anything. He's just, he does, he's, he's quiet. And this is the first time he's come out and said anything, which is okay. kind of like a Denzel situation, right? If Denzel wrote a book, like, I, I want to know. I want to know what he what says. Den- yeah. I want to know what he's talking about. Yeah, I want to figure right. this out. Yeah. Because I don't have to see him on Twitter every two seconds or, or Instagram or whatever. Like, I don't hear about these things from him. Yeah. And that's cool. That means he has an actual thought out opinion most likely mm. and McConaughey's book was an easy read or an easy listen wow bro. he narrated as well we're very uh, we're very different man I am I'm all about yeah I can't do I can't do the ones you listen to bro yeah I listen to like some a lot of stuff you would consider self help books I guess which I don't right, mind but- I've got a couple of self help books as well but not like I try that. and vet them. Yeah, I try and vet them as much as possible because there's a lot of like woo woo shit out there. Like, uh, oh, just think about it and it will happen. Ah, yeah, the yeah. Secret and all that yeah, gay yeah. shit. Think you are the uh, tiger and become the tiger. Yeah. Okay. Calm down, bro. Like, <laughs> calm it the fuck down. Uh, I hey, like bro, that knowing... works for some people, cause some people just need that visualization yeah. and that's what they get. It works and it works until it doesn't. Um, <laughs> If it works to serve as some sort of motivation for you to actually put shit together properly and understand how things work to get what you want, whatever, all of that, yeah. fair enough. But if you're just going to sit there just talking, oh, I'm, I'm drawing a vision board, like, okay, well done. Yeah, but you're not doing anything what, else with it. What steps are you taking? Because yeah. it's more than just drawing. Yeah, like, that's right. you got to do shit. That's right. Um, Visu- so that, visualizing that's, is that. not action. It's, uh, it's the concept before you actually take the action. Yeah, and then the action is what the visualization helps you along your actions to get to where you, where it is you're going. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's sort of the kind of books that I would read or do read. Okay, I've I read Animal Farm. Finished that recently as well. Bro, uh, I finished George Animal Orwell. Farm actually. Yeah, yeah. I I, I listened to the podcast, um, and I've pretty mm. much finished 1984 as well. Like they were. Um, is this your first time reading that? Yes. Um, unfortunately, had I known. Uh, sorry, not how do I know because I've known about them for a while, but the problem is I was never interested. And mm. when I got interested into things like, oh, okay, the government and conspiracies and the structure of society. Um, yeah. And that's only a recent thing, by the way. That's not been like I started that journey two, three years ago, maybe. Um, yeah. I didn't care for it prior to this. Um, that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to listen to Animal Farm and. 1984 look they're they're free pro, they're free on on podcast addict and they're narrated by stephen fry so like it yeah, yeah. like it's a good because those easy... books yeah they've been around for ages oh yeah and 
it's a uh, like it's kind of at this stage is something that you should take a look at because there is a lot in both of those books that give you a bit of an insight into the world that they like or the uh, the sort of the Orwellian world yeah the Orwellian world and the uh, what he was going through at the time as well or what he uh, was was witnessing at the time yeah the sort of the government overreach and the not being as free as as, as some people thought like the animal farm was was a a heavy hitter in that respect oh yeah with the like leadership the, and the pigs and yeah the, yeah the pigs are all of a sudden they uh no animal should sleep on the on the ground uh should sleep on a bed there should be a ground yeah uh, all of right. us are the same yep uh, unless you have bad, two legs, legs yeah good. yeah yeah bro that that pissed and me off because i was keep like, changing yeah that pissed me off that book because i was like man i'm the horse I'm the one that just yeah. I'll just I'll just get it done. I'll charge forward, do my work, go hard, or go home until you eventually, spoiler alert, die. <laughs> yeah, no, it was um, like no comrades. That that truck that you saw taking him away to get become glue. It was that's what the truck used to be used for. Yeah, but that's it's right. Been taken to a paddock and yeah, okay, yeah. bro. All right, cool story. But yeah, that's uh, it, it, bro. It is an eye opener and it makes you stop and think. But then you also stop and think, well, how far, how far along the path are we, and how can you change it? You know, how far de- down the rabbit hole have we gone? Um, look, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know how far exactly. I know that there, these days, it's becoming a bit evident that there's a lot of people that are very reliant on the government, which is, I don't know, it's, it's something that I've been noticing for years, I guess. Mm. Uh, but more and more people are starting to come to realize it. Maybe that's a key. We're waking up to it. Partly. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's something. Um, which is... Which is kind of which is kind of what 1984 is about. Like it's surprising that the juxtaposition between Animal Farm and 1984, because it goes from this tyrant like equality to tyrant rule, and then yeah. from tyrant rule to recognition that that's happening and 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 yeah and going against it almost. Yeah, um, to, that that instinct to try and rebel, especially with the uh, like when he finds out in the book that there's a, there's a secret rebellion, there's people that are high up in yeah, the, that's the right. government that that are making that um, or, or that are taking on that rebellion side of things. And you, mm. I remember reading it, thinking, "Oh man, he's about to get he's about to get dropped right." Like this, this yeah. is when he meets that. I can't remember the guy's name now, but he the meets guy that, that like, yeah, high, the guy that eliminates all the words. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. He's, he's screwed now. Like, and he hasn't done it. I'm sitting there, I'm like, bro, he hasn't done anything, man. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> and then he's like, do you want some chocolate? I'm like, oh, no, wait. Yeah. Like, this is. It's like, wait, you're part of the rebellion? It, yeah. It, 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 that good, was cool. It's a good concept for the. For it was a, a great novel. For a book. Yeah, it was, it was a really, really easy listen to, especially when Stephen Fry reads it. Um, I don't oh, know. Okay. He's got that voice, man. His no, book. I actually, like, read. That was one of the few, th- like, recently, one of the few things I've read. Like actually like sat physical down. Book. I, I read it. Yeah, yeah right. Physical read it. Yeah, physically nice, read nice. it. Bro, I haven't um, I haven't physically read anything in a very long time. It's um, I've got a couple. I haven't of done books. it in a while since Audible came around. Yeah, since podcasts and 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 like okay. audio books and stuff. Um, my drive to work and back was my effectively novel time. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yeah. Uh, now I just I take walks and I'll listen to the to the books. Um, I just the Jordan Peterson book is a is a pretty good one. Yeah. It's a follow up to another book that he had written called uh, Twelve Rules for Life. Oh yeah. Um, this is now uh, beyond chaos. I think it's Twelve Rules for Life, an antidote for chaos, and then this is Beyond Order. I may have mixed up those titles completely, but uh, it's all right. So long as they help you, bro. Jordan Peterson's a pretty solid. He's he's a solid listen as well. Like he's something something easy to listen to. He makes things. uh, He he says things in a very simple yeah way. Explains the hell out of him. I must say. He does go on a bit uh, but it's, when he's explaining stuff. But it's a simplified explanation. Like, it's... Yeah. It's only it complicated sense. because there's so much info. Yeah. And, it, look, it's good advice at the end of the day. Yeah. A, lot of, like, a lot of the stuff they're saying, it's not that hard. It's, it, a lot of it comes down to just take more responsibility. Like, yeah. Take on more responsibility and you have... You do more by changing yourself than... Uh, for the rest of the world than you think mm. so like the effect that you have on yourself or being able to have on yourself is more beneficial than you thinking you can change what's outside mm. on like however it is that you think you're doing that let me ask you this question um, on that topic bro mm. in the last year and a bit let's say since we started this podcast right because that's when we yeah. kind of started the change journey I guess Yours started quite a bit earlier, but I think the podcast kind of cemented that this is how what we're doing. Yep. Have you noticed a drastic change in yourself in terms of lifestyle, thoughts, um, you know, interactions, personality? Have you been able to catalog that on yourself? Uh, there's been changes for sure, but it, it comes in swings, right? So it's this: the old habits will come in for a little bit, mm. and then it's it's sort of my job to realize that they're back and have to fight and get them out of the way again, right? Um, so that's happening now with the lockdown, right? So like I haven't really been working out properly or doing anything like that since the lockdown began. Mm. Um, I've started doing little things to get. Uh, back into the mood i guess to to do it yep so i do a lot more stretches now uh every day um i've organized to meet my brother-in-law tomorrow uh for those of you on like when three times a week so that i do work out i have i'm a um i'm accountable with someone else yep to do that yep to get out of this sort of funk the beginning of this lockdown was more of a i'm just going to sit on the couch not do nothing whatever Go down the um, YouTube rabbit hole, as you called it. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that I've been feeling a lot recently is like wanting to go back to say, uh, to like, I just, I want a cigarette. Like, uh, that's something that's oh, been. Oh, really? Okay. How long yeah. has it been since you've touched one? Um, Put you on the spot now. <laughs> it's been. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been. A couple of months? Yeah, maybe a couple of months. Yeah. Maybe a couple of months. And then before... And, like, and what's making you want one? Is it the fact that we're in lockdown or is it the, the laziness factor? It's a boredom thing. Mm. Okay. It's a boredom thing. It's definitely a boredom thing. Yeah. Um, 
it doesn't help that I found, so I found this packet of uh, cigarettes that my sister brought back from Cuba like five years ago. Wow. In the car. Yeah. And it has three cigarettes in it. Wow. And it's been, I'll show it to you. I don't like a, it's got Wait, three hold cigarettes on, hold in on. it. I'll go, should I take a screen grab of this, bro, for the, for, for the, for the Instagram? <laughs> take it if you want. Hold on, hold on. I'm, um, I'm lining it up. You, you just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, so... Look, it's five years old, so I'm not going to take the risk and actually try and smoke this. That's just Why? What's wrong, with, what's wrong with, like, cigarettes? If it's molded, if so if there's mold that's grown into the tobacco, yeah, um, like it's gone bad, um, that's how you get strep throat and things like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, forget about all the other crap yeah. that you're going to get from smoking. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's inst- like that's something that's actually going to be an issue, like, right now. Oh, um, in an immediate, it's an immediate yeah. problem. It's an immediate thing, yeah. So I will be, I throat will be scratchy and all that. So if I, if I need a cigarette, I should be buying, or I shouldn't. But like I would, it would be better I get to you. have. Yeah, I get you. Fresh one. I guess it doesn't help that's sitting there on the desk. Yeah. Temptation um, so is there, it, bro. Like, yeah. The temptation but is there. It's it could it could be helping as well because I haven't done it yet. Like I've, it's not something I've done. I've stopped the. Um, Remember, I was smoking those uh, uh, portable or not portable, disposable vapes. Oh yeah. Stop that! Don't do that. Okay. Why? Anymore? I've got over it. I'm like, nah. This is. I started like coughing here and there. I'm like, ah, oh, this is the same shit. Like, it was a not... thing, huh? It was just yeah. a just a phase. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, stop! I don't want to get used to this. Yeah, fair enough. Because it's just gonna be another thing. Yeah. Another, another. Th- when you say thing, you just mean another roadblock, like another, nah, another, a roadblock, another, just another something that I'm, a, I'm a slave to. Yeah, fair enough. And that's not what I want to do. So what the whole thing I'm trying to change is behavioural patterns, right? So yeah, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, it's good you brought this up. So <laughs> I can read your mind. I was bro. thinking about yeah, yeah, no, no. I was, I was thinking about this the other day. So, um, like, at a certain point. I can't use, or I shouldn't use, and then at a certain point is now really. Yeah. I can't use what's happened in the past as an excuse for what I have or haven't done, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, yes, those things or whatever they were that happened in the past set in motion a whole bunch of learned behaviors that I have now. Yep. Mainly being laziness. Mm-hmm. In my eyes. Yep. Uh, so my, what I need to do now is get rid of that laziness okay so now this is this is i have to unlearn that behavior yeah you've got to unlearn so this is you recognizing yeah. that it's established and now you've got to revert like you've got to try and reverse yeah. it and it's not a uh and it doesn't help to be like oh it's uh, but it's not laziness it's actually uh because you're uh like it's it's part of depression or it's this is that it's not, no it's not it's learned behavior yep that came about because of some things that happened back in the day and that's fair enough mm. right that's we know i know that now okay so now it's a case of not look like getting over the woe is me part of things yep or using it as an excuse yep. to as to why things aren't changing or haven't changed or whatever it's like nah that's it it's over now uh this is the behavior that needs to change so how often would you go through this cycle like obviously this is a cycle because i've heard you talk about this before where yeah, you're like i've recognized this and now i'm trying to change it and then obviously you're reverting back into the old like oh you want a cigarette you know your lack of exercise that type of thing so yeah what do you do when you recognize that's happening 
Brad, this this thing, start... this, this podcast went from bloody Loch Ness monster to motivational yeah. help. <laughs> well, we're trying to help Loch Ness get get out there. That's bit, right, bro. It seems like Loch Ness has been taking a nap it's for been a taking long time. A nap. Anyway, yeah, sorry, bro. It needs what, to get out there. So, what do you do when you recognize that? I start doing little things mm. that I wouldn't like. Say, I wouldn't usually do. So, for example, and it can literally be. I think I've said this before. Little things like uh, making sure that. I brush my teeth every day. Mm. I make sure that I have a shower every single day, no matter what, mm. which in the past may not have happened. Okay. Right? Bro, I can't stand that, bro. Maybe. I have to shower every day. I, for me, it's as long as I'm going out, I have to shower before I go out, whatever. But if I'm at home, I can get away with it. Yeah. Um, or I get away with it to myself. Nowadays, <laughs> not so much. Like I make sure I make sure that I shower. I don't have the obligation to, obviously. But socially, you do it. But I do it. Yep. All right. Um, I make sure that I do something, anything, mm. right? Whether it's so the stretching, for example, uh, picking up. I've set up like the uh, the yoga mat with the roller and some like a little bit of free weights. Yep. In the in the room where I sit to watch TV, and so I just get up randomly and just pick it up and do some curls, do some whatever Romanian deadlifts, something. Yeah, right. Why are you killing Romanians, bro? Anyway, yeah, keep going. <laughs> um, so something like that just to get it back get that swing back and then now like I've said like I've done with uh, my brother-in-law I've set something in motion that I'm now accountable somewhere else yep. so I'm not just not doesn't just have to be me I've got that something to push me yep. which will then f- snowball into again me doing it on my own whatever yep Bro, it's but funny. it's a case of just getting the ball rolling. It's funny you say that because this podcast was effectively that. It was, hey, bro, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not doing it by myself. Oh, me too. Okay, mm. let's just hook it up and let's just go. And we've been going for 64 episodes now, bro. Yeah. like I w- would never have really, like I've wanted to do it, but I never would have went and bought a microphone, sat down and actually talked on a microphone yeah, for same. by myself. Like it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. Same. Yeah, like I'm in the same boat. It's like I want to do it, but... When you have a motivational or somebody that's just as motivated as, I shouldn't say as motivated as you are, but kind of like you and I both wanted to do a podcast, yeah. right? Probably if it's we just encouragement, yeah, it, it, that's right. It's that it's that feeling of oh, I can't let Manny down, right? Like last week we were both like, hey bro, are we doing this tonight? You're like, nah, I'm buggered. Uh, nah, I'm buggered. All right, sack it. with yeah. can it, you know? But then other days are like, oh. You know, gung ho today. We're going hard out. Yeah, I've got topics. I'm ready. Like this is what we're going to discuss. Or even if there's been times where I've been like, uh, you know what, we can't miss today. Like it's just, just for for whatever reason, we just feel yeah. like today is not a day we should miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we jump on and we do it. And we actually have the best time. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny what your brain will try and convince you of, bro. Like for me, it always convinces. Like this is the lazy brain side of things. For me, my brain is always like oh man this is so much effort to do yeah and this is with any this is with anything by the way yeah like it doesn't matter what the task is it could be something as simple as changing the battery on one of my watches like oh bro but man like it's not work like you have to get all the tools out and then yeah your desk gonna be a mess and it's uh it's like man just just change the damn battery yeah it's bro in all four screws take the thing off yeah, in all honesty, those four screws become this monumentous task that you have to do in your mm. head. It's almost like shit. If you hear us talking about it, it's like you're scaling Mount Everest, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, and that's what it feels like in your brain. Yeah, at the time. So then the body's like, nah, I'm not doing this shit. Like, man, I'm not ready to scale Mount Everest. Yeah, bro, you know what's like, All right, you know what's not what you're doing. You know what's funny, cause I've had moments like that, and I've I've some moments I fail, and I'm just like, yeah, nah, this is Mount Everest. I'm not doing it. Sack it. I'll do it tomorrow. All right, and then I've had moments where I've recognized that that's happening, and I'm like, nah stop even like even in the laziness i'm like nah just just shut up and and you know just get up do whatever it is you have to do it'll be over and done with within half an hour even if you love it or hate it just get it done move on Mm. right it's funny because that's how you kind of operate at work it's that moment of like oh i really can't be bothered doing this or this email is going to take 50 years just to iron out what the hell they're talking about Right, and then you just you chip away, you chip away. I'm definitely not perfect at it, bro. I suck at it <laughs> in terms of like motivating myself to do anything. Um, yeah, some look. It's something that's going to keep coming around for 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 me in terms of the laziness side of things. You've got whatever it yeah. is that you feel that you've got to battle with, but for me, that's something that again I've said this before a hundred times. I spent. 25 26 years developing this habit mm. or that habit sorry mm. now i it's gonna take some undoing to get rid of it that's not gonna be overnight either Nah, it's gonna take time uh, it's things do look better now than yep. they ever did yep i haven't got everything under control but it's coming like it's it's bit by bit bit by bit and i'm happy like i'm i'm fine with that got no issues with that but i honestly don't think you can ever have everything under control because life is fluid life is changing you know mm. like you might get everything under control now then all of a sudden you get married tomorrow and boom that's a whole new set of rules a whole new set of environmental things that you have to take care of deal with like i don't think anything is ever under control maybe i should just be the more evolved human being here and just you know show everyone that you can live on your own yeah <laughs> and you know <laughs> This guy, bro. All right, well, hurry up, move out, go. <laughs> no, no, forget that shit. Um, oh, that's definitely it. not what I think. But um, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, yeah, that I get that. There's going to be changes and things like that, and I think that's the other part of it as well, right? So the laziness feeds into the not wanting to change shit. Yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, like I don't want to do anything. Yeah, complacency. Um, yeah, but I'm but that is what I'm trying to stamp out. Just get it out of there. Get it just like hack at it as much as as possible. Yeah. As often as possible. Yeah, nice. Well guess what, bro? I've uh this is a side note, but remember how you and I were talking about a while ago I wanted to paint a picture the two pictures that I want to paint, the de- the demons yeah, yeah. and the angels. So yeah. I've come to the conclusion that I'm sh- I'm a shit painter. <laughs> okay. Right? You got you got to call it where it is. If you can't paint, you can't paint, right? Mm-hmm. But I am good at uh, photo manipulation. Yeah. Right? Using Photoshop and and digital art and stuff like that. So I actually went ahead and created in 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 a 2-day span uh, one of those photos. I actually I actually created the one with demons. Um, yeah. So I think I think I think once I've finished it, we'll, we'll get it up on the on um on our Instagram for people to see 
the craziness that is in my mind. <laughs> yeah, put it up. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and I've 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 created it in a way where I I've created it in such a resolution that I can print this thing, right? Print it on canvas. I'm gonna use Kmart, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's gonna look epic, bro. And it's it's like literally ninety centimeters by sixty centimeters. So it's it's a it's a, it's a poster size, um, and it's like it's one of those things remember how i was telling you i had those fears i had those doubts i was like all right you have doubts call a spade a spade figure out what it is you're good at yes you said you want to do a painting you can't do a painting because you're not good at it so go for this what can you do yeah so i did i'll i'll share it with you once i've finished i'm probably about another three days away of critical critical analysis and hating on it <laughs> yeah. before i actually decide all right i'm done I, i've finished I, I hate looking at this thing now but um yeah just a bit of a that's just, that's a good step that's a very good first step yeah bro it's 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 and the cool thing is is it allows me to go and learn shit on the side like i there was a lot of things that i didn't know how to do i had the vision in my mind but i was like i don't know how to do this i'm gonna go youtube um yep. so that worked out quite well but yeah bro i think i think that's it like that's as much as i've got for this episode i reckon yeah i was just gonna ask if you were uh there's something that oh, i had not asked i was gonna recommend something to you yeah so there's this uh let me does that, just bring it up does it have anything to do with long form emails <laughs> no 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 because <laughs> i'm waiting to see how you segue this one <laughs> now have you ever so you've got netflix right I have all of the platforms, Netflix, Stan, and Amazon. All right. There's a, uh, on Netflix, there's a show called Car Masters, Rust to Riches. I've have you seen it? I've seen for a couple of episodes, yeah. Um, so they, the third season just came. I've actually been following it. I'm surprised that I liked it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I watched it from the first season, and then every, like, I've kept up when it when it pops up on my thing. I'm like, oh, no, wait, there's another season. Yeah. Uh, so it's Gotham Garage. Do you know how they started? No. Nah. Or like what sort of got them into... The reason that they called Gotham Garage, they used to make... Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, replica Batmobiles. Oh, wow. Okay. But from... Not from... Not from any of like the recent stuff. I think it was from... Like the original... Possibly, the original Batmobile? Yeah, kind of-ish. Not, not the long one that people see okay not- on in like t- tim burton's kind of batman movies not those ones it's more of a it's even older than that oh okay i don't it's remember like, it. yeah i'll you'll have to look up the photo but they used to make that and then they got sued by warner brothers for making that oh damn yeah, yeah because it was like a trademark the car was was a trademark yeah that's sort of how they got their start and then uh they've started this season um is actually pretty cool they built their own car oh from scratch nice not not really built yeah, like, like not from fra- framework and and bought an yeah they got and, yeah they took a car so they took a corvette made their own uh used the base of the corvette the chassis with the engine yeah created a mold for the body that they wanted the shell to yeah yeah and actually like uh create like made it a working prototype okay um to to end up so, and they got screwed by covid because they were going to send it to an auction but oh, all the auctions got everything got canned canned but um but man like the 
the level of creativity that goes into that thing yeah and that guy's like the way that that guy thinks about ideas concepts again it's a show so i'm pretty sure like 90 percent of his bullshit yeah um but the thought is still there's there's still like there has to be a level of creativity even if it is bullshit like Mm. the story and the concept and all like the 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 script for example that's all probably scripted but there is still credence to what they're creating yeah now you should check it out i was i I was i finished it yesterday i managed to it's got like seven episodes i've managed to pump it out in a week bro i might i might have a geese i've got way too much stuff on my account right now i'm currently watching um on stan supernatural I've gone back to... I remember that. Yeah. I've never seen it myself, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I do I'm, know the show. Yeah, I'm up to season four and there's 15 seasons, so i got a while 15? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. i got a while nah, I've switched. Yeah, I've switched back, so I stopped... I remember I was saying I was watching Criminal Minds. Yep. I've stopped that. I got to season 12, I think it was, and then at the end of season 12, uh, Hotch... So the, they all left. Yeah, pretty much everyone. So Hodge, yeah. Morgan, so Shamar Moore. Yeah, uh, all those actors left. I don't know what Hodge's real name is. I can't um, remember. They've still got the smart guy, Reed. He's still there. Yeah. Um, they still have JJ and they bring back Emily, which is one of the cast members that sort of comes in and out yep. throughout the whole thing. But it just after that, I was like, for some reason, I don't know why, but without Hodge, who wasn't that integral to it, when you think about it really yeah and morgan it's like man i don't like the show anymore <laughs> <laughs> and you know what though bro right. you probably what probably bugged you was you heard about the reasons why they left the actual show right i don't know if you know anything about the reasons why they left but there was a lot of disputes happening on the show I did not know that okay yeah i'm pretty sure that's why shamar left um i don't know if age if hodge was the same thing but there was a lot of like disputed things like i don't know if it was pay rises or storylines or something like that but um uh fair enough well yeah like i gave i've given up on it i know there's 15 seasons but i've just basically put that to the side and went back to dexter oh i haven't watched dexter Ooh, yeah i haven't dexter's good i haven't watched dexter Dexter's good so that's something the first the first four seasons of that show yeah are probably some of the best seasons of a TV show. Okay. In terms of the story, the suspense, the character building, yeah. all of it. It actually is very well made. Okay. No, I'm currently... Like very well told as well. I'm currently loving Supernatural and SWAT. That's my other one with Shamar Moore. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is, man. There's something about me. I just love something that's really well written. Like, for example, a long form email. Yeah. <laughs> that is something... You were, you were that lining I can, that up, weren't you? <laughs> that's something i can get behind Um, so if you want to send us a long form email you know when you do that i actually feel like a listener i'm like i wonder how he's gonna go i wonder how he's gonna do this (laughs) all right thank you why we pre-record these things right (laughs) uh but if you want to send us a a long form email and dazzle me with your long form writing um sxckebbab at gmail.com uh you can check us out on our socials we're not posting as much these days, or I'm not posting as much these days. Feel free to post if you want. Um, uh, but I haven't posted anything. Um, like, I think I've posted three times in total. 
feel free if you want to uh, but we, we will i will post from time to time randomly uh, like our photos share them on instagram it's at the sexy kebab oh wait sorry yeah at the sexy kebab yeah, yeah. and the facebook page which is the sexy kebab podcast bro you can jump on there what the hell how are we not consistent with anything <laughs> What in terms of anything like, like just the naming? We've got an Instagram thing, we've got a Facebook thing, and we've got a long form email thing, and none of them are consistent. None of them are the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it sort of it suits, right? Like it's it's just the way <laughs> it's the way we go about it's things. It's the way the podcast is as well. <laughs> yeah. So, but you can check us out on all of those uh, platforms, and you can also. Um, Send us a question or a random, uh, sorry, a anonymous question using the on the description for the podcast in any of the apps that you use. Yeah. So whether it's Spotify or Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, yeah. whatever else just, you listen to us on. Just repeating that, guys. It's not on each episode. It's on the main description of the podcast. The podcast description. Yeah. yeah. Send us a random question. We can answer it on the air, talk about it, have a chat, see if we can come up with something uh, to piss you off or uh, <laughs> potentially answer it. Enlighten you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but pro- probably, uh, but the, probably the formal one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it from me. Yeah, all right. Do you have anything else? Nah, that's it, bro. You've, you've, you'd like to see? You've gone through our socials. Um, if you guys do want to reach out for NaNoWriMo, it's in November. Let me know. I'm happy to kick it off. Um, reach out. Keep me accountable, as Manny likes to say. Um, and, and we'll go from there. In saying that, ladies and gentlemen, yalla boy. Yalla. <laughs>